This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. All right, we are live on LinkedIn. Um, thank you for everybody for tuning in. This is Sports Biz Pod where we release two episodes per week uh, on Tuesday, featuring an interview with athlete, entrepreneur, thought leader in sports and entertainment. And on Friday, we release an interview called the Sports Biz Rundown, which gives you a rundown of the top sports biz news, events, careers, what's happening very concisely. So this episode is really special for two reasons, because it, we are live streaming on LinkedIn, which we're going to continue to do that and stream across other platforms. So it's not just a podcast. It's almost like a live TV show. And uh, another reason why it's a really special podcast is um, we are announcing a unique partnership with uh, Sports Biz Group and Pitch Madness. So I brought on Tyler Kelly here to kind of tell about his story about being entrepreneurial and what he's built with Pitch Madness and some other businesses. But Tyler, thanks so much for um, coming on the show. Thanks, Nick, for the intro. We've been uh, spending a lot of time together of late, so... Uh... Always good to, to hop on the video and the podcast, so thanks for having me. And uh, we're super excited about the partnership that we just announced yesterday. Um, you know, obviously with us not being able to do physical events, which Pitch Madness has done uh, to date, and I can kind of go into Pitch Madness a bit and kind of what we do. Uh, this was kind of our first opportunity to go online, so, so we're pretty pumped about the partnership with you guys. Amazing. Yeah. And um, I guess before we kind of go into that, if you just want to give a little bit overview about um, about yourself and kind of uh, your story as an entrepreneurial and, and what you've done in tech and biz dev and, and all that before we kind of go into this uh, this partnership news. Yeah, for sure. So most of my career has actually been in sports, uh, played, played lacrosse um, in college, uh, left early to go play tennis uh, professionally for about six years. So sports is always kind of been uh you know in in my day-to-day for as, as long as i can remember and so uh, when it didn't work out on the professional side of the sports world i was constantly trying to figure out a way that i could do something in sports um and it didn't depend as much on my my physical capabilities and um you know spent a lot of time doing uh you know, playing kind of in the startup world i started a couple of companies and um you know, Pitch Madness kind of came uh, through me going to a lot of these conferences where you see pitch competitions and going through the journey um, myself. And it didn't you know, how do you get yourself out there? How do you try to, to raise capital? How do you find, you know, the right people to help you kind of get to the next stage in your company? And, you know, the format that we continue to see is, is uh, kind of this boring kind of public speaking type of format where someone gets up on stage, they have some pretty graphs that they show, they talk about their products, it's a memorized, uh, you know, me- 
memorized speech about kind of what the problem is, what the solution is, um, and you never really get a chance to really kind of go deep on who that founder is. And we thought there, there was something wrong with that. And the other side of it is that it's incredibly boring. Uh, it kind of feels like you're back in school. And so, you know, the, the startup journey is, is pretty interesting and it's hectic and, uh, you know, there's a lot of ups and downs and we wanted to try to paint that picture a little bit better. And uh, so Pitch Madness is a sports style, um, debate focused startup competition where we create a bracket of founders and have them compete, each other, compete against each other on stage in a, in a head to head type of capacity. So we'll actually have founders on stage um, kind of verbally competing with each other around best practices and strategies for growing their business. And we do that with a judge panel that kind of looks very similar to uh, you know, how uh, American Idol operates in terms of you, know, you have your, your Simon Cowell's in the world who are providing unfiltered feedback and analysis and ultimately a decision on who they think should move on to the next round. So the tournament that we're putting on uh, in partnership with, with you guys, you know, it's going to be 16 founders that we select. So think Sweet 16. And you know, we'll match up these founders and then they'll go head to head throughout the course of about a week and a half until uh, we eventually crown a winner. Nice. So yeah, we're super excited about that. So I mean, you've been involved with two different types of you know, startup competitions, one that you kind of set off to change, but what, what kind of results have you seen differently from some the, the previous traditional sports you know, or pitch competitions to this kind of new format? Like what has been uh, the change? Have you seen more like deal flow or more experience? Like what's kind of the results that you've seen that have been different? Yeah, so what we always say is we're trying to aggregate talent. Uh, the, the focus is really on on the individuals and not the, the the company, so to speak. So the analogy I draw nowadays it's it's kind of similar to the NBA, where the the emphasis and the power is is with the players, and the franchises don't necessarily have as much of of kind of the the intrigue and and leverage as they used to. And so you know we heavily focus on on the founders in in our competitions. And because these founders are, you know, are in this format that really kind of showcases the soft skills, the intangibles that it takes to actually execute on the problem that they are seeking to solve. And that's the real big difference, right? We've gotten into this, this, uh, this kind of mindset or, or, or we've just almost been tricked a lot of times by people that can you know, spin up a great uh, sales pitch and they can spin up, you know, really, really nice looking graphs and, and their, their, their graphs always, you know, are up into the, up into the right. Um, when you're in a debate setting, you're kind of exposed, so to speak, where you have to think on your feet. Um, and because you're kind of rap battling with someone else, you know, someone can call you out on fluff that you uh, may get away with in a typical presentation where it's a one-to-many conversation, right? When you're just one-on-one, -on -one, uh, you know, there's, there's certain styles that you have to, to implement. You know, there's certain things that your opponent will say that you weren't suspecting, you have to react to that. And that's very, you know, that, that's a great kind of simulation for what founders are going through 
uh, on a day-to-day around their businesses. Like every day they wake up, there's a new problem that they just have to figure it out. They can't memorize and rehearse how to fix that problem because there's going to be a new one the next day. Um, so that's really what we're trying to simulate is, you know, being able to showcase, allowing the founder to showcase the skill sets that they exude every day kind of under the hood when, when they're not presenting. Um, and so there's been great results through that because investors, executives, they get an opportunity to learn about that individual uh, because it's, it's really their ability uh, and their unique ways that they go about solving a problem that is what separates the winners and the losers. And that's really what we're trying to emphasize with this, this different type of format. Yeah, and, and that's why I think uh, we, that caught my interest a lot because I've pitched and been involved in the side of actually like being part of those previous type of traditional uh, pitch competitions, help judge, help organize. And when kind of heard the format you did, it just immediately caught my attention and something I wanted to get involved with. So um, it was cool to see how quickly this kind of came along where we were talking months ago and then once we capitalized and saw this opportunity for a, almost a digital event that we were you know, comfortable of um, you know, participating in and putting together and uh, it lined up. So for everyone listening, like the, this, uh, this pitch competition we're going we're gonna to be launching, we just opened up applications yesterday and we're looking for, uh, we're going to whittle it down to 16 founders of sports related startups with four different categories. So we have esports and gaming, uh, uh, sports gambling and, um, and uh, betting, sports tech and analytics, and then athlete performance and wearables. So um, there's going to be uh, the next two weeks or we're going to be recruiting. We already have a good amount of um, applicants that applied. But from your standpoint, Tyler, what, what, what do you look for when uh, this initial screening stage about for startups applying? Like how should they fill up the application or what, what's the initial thing that you'd kind of be looking for to um, – find those 16 founders? Yeah, so even our application process is different where I actually don't care to look at your deck. Um, you know, I think anyone with a decent graphic designer can probably put together a compelling deck and it doesn't really tell the story. And uh, unfortunately, a lot of, whether it's pitch competitions or accelerator programs, they use this deck as kind of the first filter. And uh, there's so much more behind that deck. Um, and so, what we actually do is there's a brief form that you fill out on the sites. Uh, you, can, you can find the link on anything that, that Nick's pushed out, or if you go into pitchmatis.com, uh, you'll be able to find the, the event link there. Um, but it's a very brief form um, just to allow me to kind of see name, company, you know, your LinkedIn, uh, maybe company website. Uh, but really all I'm looking to do is set up a video call very similar like this, or just kind of having a one-on-one -on -one conversation. I'm asking you different questions uh, about your business, about strategies that you've implemented. A lot of times they're similar type questions that which you might find in the debate. Uh, so I really get a chance to learn about you as an individual, you as a founder, and what makes you unique. Um, and based on that 20 minute, 20 to 30 minute phone call, a lot of times ends up being 45 minutes just because, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm too curious and I don't want to keep learning more about the founders and their companies but uh, typically it's a 20 to 30 minute phone call and that gives me the opportunity to uh, kind of make an assessment during that time you know we're, we're taking notes and, and um, Nick I'm sure you'll join on some of those phone calls as well and uh, after we've kind of gone through all the calls uh, you know we'll go through all our notes we'll make 
kind of the, the assessments that ultimately selects uh, the Sweet 16 that will compete. Nice. So, yeah, um, so the, pretty much the next two weeks, we're going to be heavily recruiting. So the people that are tuning in, thank you for introducing yourselves. And uh, if you are a startup founder or you knew somebody or part of that ecosystem, we are for the next two weeks actively recruiting startups to apply. Um, so we definitely implore you to, you know, submit an application, reach out to us if you have questions. Um, and then another part of it is the, um, the judges aspect. So, um, it, you know, if you want to talk about the format that you've had in the past with like judges, this one, we're going to be focusing more on professional athlete, venture capitalists, things like that. But, um, Tyler, I guess what's the, what's the process for judges and how do they, um, kind of fit into this uh, equation? Yeah, so essentially Pitch Madness is like cherry-picked all these other things that have been successful in kind of the media space or uh, kind of in the venture space. So uh, even the judging component is very different than a typical pitch competition. We kind of stripped out uh, a lot of the characteristics that you see in American Idol, where you know, the problem that we saw with a lot of the judging components in a traditional pitch competition is that it was kind of this Q&A thing that would go on between the judge and the founder that always seemed to go off, go off the rails. It was always a little bit wonky and awkward at times. Uh, you know, judges would have a question and the founder would kind of still be in sales mode, not really in listening mode, even to really what the question was. They were just trying to respond with kind of a good enough answer to, to make it seem like you know they, they knew what they were doing or how to answer the question, and there wasn't really kind of a back and forth ability because there wasn't enough time, right? So it was kind of like a one-off question, one-off answer, and then you know the judge would always have a lot of questions after it, but they wouldn't have the the time uh, ability to do so. So you just kind of awkwardly go over to the next judge, and hopefully that judge didn't have the same question <laughs> that the first judge was about to answer uh, or ask because then they're quickly thinking of another thing to ask. So just that whole cadence was kind of off tilt in our opinion. And more importantly, the founder, again, wasn't really in this opportunity to learn from the experience. They were still in sales mode. They were still just trying to win the competition. Um, so what we thought was a better way to go about this is the founders compete. They have the opportunity to showcase their skill sets as a founder. And then they get feedback and analysis from these subject matter experts. Um, so there, there was a really kind of great opportunity to, to learn from the, the overall experience as well as for the audience. Um, you know, a lot of times what we've heard from people that have come to our events is they pick up on a lot of great nuggets that they can then use in their own pitches or just in their daily cadence with their customers, um, you know, or their colleagues or their, or, or their investors. So, uh, there, there's kind of an overall learning experience that we really want to take advantage of. So when we kick it over to the judges after the debate, each judge, again, I referenced Simon Cal, they get to go through kind of their unfiltered feedback analysis, things they liked, things they didn't like. And then they actually have to call out who they think should move on to the next round live in front of everyone. If, if you've done a pitch competition in the past, typically all the founders pitch, the judges huddle up in a dark room, they come out and they just present a winner. Uh, in, in our format, you actually have to do it live in front of everyone, and then we'll have three judges per debate round, um, and then the founder, obviously, that moves on to the next round has the aggregate of, of, the, of the judges' votes. So uh, very, very kind of different vibe than your traditional pitch competition. 
Yeah, and um, very good explanation on that. And, and the, the judges that will, will be uh, announcing probably throughout this week and, and, and leading up to the actual tournament, um, you know, we're, we're looking to find very, like, bright, um, active athletes or, you know, different types of personalities that have leverage. And part of the goal of doing this is uh, to raise money to help support uh, coronavirus and the release efforts. So um, with this type of partnership that we're, we're doing, we're really excited because it's, um, A, we're helping give back. We're looking to raise money, which will announce what charity we're partnering with and, and the means of helping out with that. Um, and then finding other types of either product donations, whether it's a certain product that might help somebody um, you know, live a better life from coronavirus or deal or whatever the situation is. So um, that's the, one of the main reasons why we're doing this. Um, another interesting point of what we're doing this is um, obviously serve business development. Things are slow. Startups are kind of looking where to turn. There's no sports to watch. Venture capitalists have kind of slowed down. So we hope that this will spur some activity that can lead to investment or deal flow um, and help bring kind of the business world back to life. Um, and then I guess the third reason why we're kind of doing this is, is obviously entertainment value. There's no sports. Um, there's things that are kind of evolving where we saw with ESPN, they're going to be doing um, NBA players are all going to play NBA 2K together, and that's going to be live on ESPN. So that's something that's filling that void. But people need entertainment. And with this format, um, it's going to be kind of uncut. We're going to live stream it. Um, it's not going to be predictable, but um, there's going to be ways to kind of follow that transition into like the storyline of who the founders are, what are they doing, and then progressing from, you know, each round. Um, so those are kind of like the three ways. But as we progress, so we talked about the startups, um, what kind of startups to apply, the types of judges, uh, the charity fundraiser, for the actual format, if you kind of want to, Tyler, if you, I'll throw that your way, if you want to talk about kind of the programming that we have laid out and some of the dates and things that, um, that we're looking to do later in this month. Yeah, and, and first off, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited that we'll have the opportunity here to, to help out folks during this time. Um, you know, when we announce which charity we're going to be partnering with, uh, that, that's definitely at the forefront of, of our minds uh, when putting something like this together. Um, the second would be, you know, people have been going through a lot, and whether it's uh, kind of withdrawals from not having any sports in your life uh, or just generally needing some different content since you've gone through all kind of your, your Netflix opportunities. Um, you know, that, that's kind of a cool opportunity uh, there for folks to, to kind of join in. Um, we've always said with Pitch Madness that, you know, we wanted to be entertaining on the front end and have the substance on the back end. Um, you know, where we can put on something that is fun and playful, where we don't, don't take ourselves too seriously. A lot of time, a lot of times in the investment world and the startup world, you know, everyone is a little too serious, taking themselves a little too seriously. And Pitch Madness is, is really a place where you can be a little more playful and fun, and, and there's a heavy dose of, of sports in, this, in the Pitch Madness brands. Uh, but then on the back end, you know, we're asking really difficult questions, questions that investors want to hear, uh, executives want to hear, uh, and it's a really good opportunity for founders to kind of showcase uh, the skill sets that they have and, and why they're so good at growing their businesses. Um, so, you know, that kind of touches on a couple of the things that, that you alluded to there, Nick. Um, so we, we, we definitely want to make this, this event fun and it's, it's very different than our typical event because A, it's going to be online and B, it's going to, well, it's actually even more than just two. We, we have 16 teams. We've never done that before. The most we've had is eight. 
Um, so the online opportunity is allowing us to grow the field a bit um, and then because we're going to expand the timeline of this tournament. Um, so in terms of some of the dates, um, I think that the deadline for, for applications is the 13th, right? Mm -hmm. Correct. So um, on the 13th, that's the deadline. Uh, so essentially two weeks from now. Um, and then starting on the 15th, we'll announce all the, um, the, the startups that are approved and start promoting that. We'll be making announcements about who the judges are, um, who are some of the other partners that we're bringing on, whether it's venture capitalists, charities, athletes, whatnot. Um, and then, um, you know, for the month of April 20th to 24th, it's going to be a lot of promotion and getting hyped up for it. But uh, Sweet 16 is scheduled to start April 27th. Uh, to April uh, 30th. So that will be cover the Sweet 16. We'll have four um, matches each day. Um, and then going to the next week, we'll have two days for the Elite Eight, then the Final Four, and then the championship on uh, May 7th. So, um, you know, it should be action-packed. It should be laid out. It's going to be an interesting way to uh, tune in and, and in real time kind of see what startup founder kind of progresses, how they debate with other people, how they – um, answer questions. So um, yeah, it should be jam packed and it should be really interesting to see once sports events, in-person events come back, how we could even make this a hybrid um, into a physical event. So yeah, it'd be great to have this online piece be a top of funnel to feed into a in-person event, you know, even expand the, the field, maybe to say 64 and, you know, we can have, even different regions, you know, within a particular state or, or even the country, and then eventually at some point, you know, have that uh, in person and finish out maybe the elite eight section of the tournaments. Um, so yeah, there, this will be kind of a cool, cool opportunity for you know for sports biz and, and pitch madness to uh, kind of see if this collaboration can evolve into uh, even more interesting offerings for our kind of startup community. Yeah, absolutely. And, and it seems like we're both on the same page with like, no one has a clear timeline or when things will return back to quote unquote normal. But I mean, from our standpoint, we're trying to stay as proactive as possible, try to help a lot of people leverage sports uh, and entertainment for good reasons. So um, for all the people that are listening live right now, listening into the podcast afterwards or however you're consuming this um, you know if you are a founder of a sports related startup if you're an investor if you're an athlete um, we'd love to talk and see how we can get you involved uh, the whole point of doing this is to stay collaborative bring the sports world uh, together uh, so you know we're doing this through this event we're going to be making a lot of announcements throughout the upcoming weeks but we really would like to see you apply um, if you're a startup founder, you have uh, almost two weeks um, and, um, you know, it should be really exciting. And then there's a lot of future things that we could do with this. But um, yeah, Tyler, I don't know if there's any other kind of things you or points you wanted to make. We kind of explained the format, the deadlines and things like that. And the website just says a lot. But yeah. Yeah, just to drive home the value proposition to the founders, you know, the judges that we're going to be having on, they're either going to be. Uh, institutional investors or athletes that have made investment in early stage companies before. So, you know, really this is an opportunity to, um, you know, showcase those skill sets that you have as a founder, show off a bit of your company and this be kind of a connector or maybe kind of a first intro to some people that might be interested in, in you and, and your company. Um, obviously it's difficult to have a lot of the meetings that you're typically used to having or going to the events that you're used to going to. 
Uh, so, you know, we're just trying to be that, that bridge, that conduit to help, you know, continue some kind of momentum in your business as you continue to grow it during these, these challenging times. So, uh, yeah, I'd probably kind of leave it with that. And, and there's a lot of fun things that, that we do along the way. Uh, we even, we're, we're going to try and roll out founder cards for digital founder cards. We've done like little baseball cards for startup founders in some of our past events. Uh, so we'll try and do that. Uh, for for this online version as well once we select the, uh, the final 16 so it should be fun yeah absolutely so um thanks everybody for tuning in live to this um we have all the links included we'd love to see more applications come through or uh, please reach out to uh, tyler or myself if you're interested in getting involved we're very open to figure out whether you're a founder and figuring out if you can get involved either pitching or in some other way so um, yeah, don't hold back and um, thanks for everyone for tuning in, but um, anything else you can reach out, but Tyler, thanks so much for joining on on a, on a short notice and we're looking forward to see how this, this plays out. Thanks, Nick. Cool. Appreciate it. Nobody builds 5G like Verizon builds 5G because we're the engineers who built the most reliable network in America. And the more you do with 5G, the more building it right matters. The more your network matters. The more Verizon engineers going the extra mile matters. It's us pushing us. It's Verizon versus Verizon. 5G built right from America's most reliable network. Most reliable based on rankings from Rootmetrics second half 2020 U.S. report of three mobile networks. Results may vary. Award is not an endorsement.